this commission meeting on April 25th, 2022. The meeting is being called to order at 4.31 p.m. This meeting is being held in person in City Hall, room 400, and broadcast live on SFGov TV and available to view online or listen by calling 415-655-0001. As authorized by California Government Code Section 54953E and Mayor Breed's 45th supplement to her February 25th, 2020 emergency proclamation, it is possible that some members of the Small Business Commission may attend this meeting remotely. In that event, those members will participate and vote by video. The Small Business Commission thanks Media Services and SFGov TV for televising the meeting, which can be viewed on SFGov TV 2 or live streamed at sfgovtv.org. We welcome the public's participation during public comment periods. There will be an opportunity for general public comment at the end of the meeting, and there will be an opportunity to comment on each discussion or action item on the agenda. For each item, the commission will take public comment first from people attending the meeting in person and then from people attending the meeting remotely. Members of the public calling in, the number is 415-655-0001, access code 2481-723-4434. Press pound and then pound again to be added to the line. When connected, you'll be muted and in listening mode only. When your item of interest comes up, dial star three to be added to the speaker line. If you dial star three before public comment is called, you'll be added to the queue. When you are called for public comment, please mute the device that you are listening to the meeting on. When it is your time to speak, you will be prompted to do so. Public comment during the meeting is limited to three minutes per speaker. An alarm will sound once the time has finished. Speakers are, Speakers are requested, but <laughs> but not required to state their names. SFGov TV, please show the Office of Small Business slide. Is that you? Hmm? Okay, because you want me to read it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Today we will begin with a reminder that the Small Business Commission is the official public forum to voice your opinions and concerns about policies that affect the economic vitality of small businesses in San Francisco. The Office of Small Business is the best place to get answers about doing business in San Francisco during the local emergency. If you need assistance with small business matters, particularly at this time, you can find us online or via telephone, and as always, our services are free of charge. Before item one is called, I'd like to start by thanking Media Services and SFGov TV for coordinating this virtual hearing and helping us run the meeting, helping me run the meeting. <laughs> okay, please call item one. Item one, roll call. Commissioner Carter? Present. Commissioner Dickerson? Present. Present. Commissioner Huey? Here. Here. President Laguana is absent. Commissioner Ortiz Cartagena? Here. And Vice President Zunas. Present. Vice President, you have a quorum. Excellent. Okay, item one. Um, now I'm, go uh, is somebody else reading the? I am, got it. <laughs> okay, the San Francisco Small Business Commission and the Office of Small Business Staff 
acknowledges that we are on the unceded ancestral homeland of the Ramatush Ohlone, who are the original inhabitants of the San Francisco Peninsula and the indigenous stewards of this land. And in accordance with their traditions, the Ramatush Ohlone have never ceded, lost, nor forgotten their responsibilities as the caretakers of this place, as well as for all peoples who reside in their traditional territory. As guests, we recognize that we benefit from living and working on their traditional homeland. We wish to pay our respects by acknowledging the ancestors, elders, and relatives of the Ramatush Ohlone community and by affirming their sovereign rights as First Peoples. Okay, item two, please. Item two, approval of legacy business registry applications and resolutions. This is a discussion and action item. The commission will discuss and possibly take action to approve legacy business registry applications. And today we have Richard Carrillo, legacy business program manager with the Office of Small Business presenting. Thanks, Rick. This is a really exciting packed house. <laughs> Good afternoon, Vice President Zazunas, commissioners, city staff, members of the public. I am Richard Carrillo, Legacy Business Program Manager. With me here in the audience today is Michelle Reynolds, who helps with the Legacy Business Program and with marketing and communications for the Office of Small Business. Michelle was instrumental in helping review, collate, and process the 10 applications before you today. I would like to welcome Commissioner Carter to the Small Business Commission. Uh, it's a pleasure to meet you. SFGov TV, I have a PowerPoint presentation. Before you today are 10 applications for your consideration for the Legacy Business Registry. Each application includes a staff report, a draft resolution, the application itself, and a case report and resolution from the planning department. The applications were submitted to planning on March 9th and heard by the Historic Preservation Commission on April 6th. Item 2A is Buddha Lounge Incorporated. The business is a beloved local bar in Chinatown established in 1951. Buddha Lounge has a warm atmosphere and unique charm, welcoming both locals and tourists. Outside the bar, the bright neon sign proudly bears its name and illuminates the street at night. Inside, patrons enjoy Lucky Buddha beers in Buddha-shaped glass bottles and Chinese Mai Tais, listen to music on the jukebox, and play liar's dice with the bartender, all under the warm glow of paper lanterns. The bar also features a mural of Buddha, which was painted when it opened in 1951. The core feature tradition the business must maintain to remain on the, the legacy business registry is bar. Item 2B is Buena Vista Cafe. The business is an iconic cafe located in the Russian Hill neighborhood that opened in 1891 under the name Buena Vista Saloon. Though there may have been brief lapses in service, the Buena Vista has stood the test of time, surviving major events such as the 1906 earthquake and fire, prohibition, and the COVID pandemic. Widely known as the business that introduced and popularized the Irish coffee in the United States, the Buena Vista has been serving the popular beverage to San Franciscans and tourists alike for over half a century. The bar has been featured in a number of artistic media such as films and paintings. The core feature tradition the business must maintain is bar. Item 2C is Far East Cafe. The business is a Chinese restaurant and banquet hall located in Chinatown. It was established in 1920 when banquet halls were quite common. 
Today, Far East Cafe is the last remaining restaurant of its kind in the neighborhood. Its grand interior and 800-person capacity have made it an ideal venue for almost all special occasion, um, for almost any special occasion, including weddings, community meetings, fundraisers, and holiday celebrations, allowing friends and families to gather around large tables. Much of the artwork displayed was brought over from China more than a century ago. Far East Cafe purchases its ingredients from local Chinatown merchants, helping to support other local businesses. The core featured tradition the business must maintain is restaurant and banquet hall featuring Chinese cuisine. Item 2D is Hellman Palace. The business is an Afghani restaurant located on Van Ness Avenue, which was established in 1971. Hellman Palace serves traditional halal Afghani and Middle Eastern food and has maintained its much-loved recipes that were handed down from the original owner. Their food is a modern interpretation of classic dishes and they only source high-quality ingredients. Hellman Palace is recognized for their fresh, flavorful, home-style Afghani cuisine and exceptional service. The core feature tradition the business must maintain is restaurant featuring Afghani cuisine. Item 2E is Latin Jewelers. The business is a family-owned jewelry store established in 1976 and located in the heart of the mission. Latin Jewelers offers a range of products and services including retail jewelry and watches, engraving, ear piercing, jewelry and eyeglass repair, and credit and layaway. The business carries products specific to Latino culture such as specialty gifts for christenings, first communions, and quinceañeras. They pride themselves in keeping Latino traditions and culture alive through their jewelry. They are noted for their personal and friendly service, curated and high quality inventory and fair prices. Latin Jewelers is also known for their creative financing solutions offering financing for individuals with low or no credit. The core featured tradition the business must maintain is jewelry store. Item 2F is Paxton Gate. The business is a retail store located in the Mission that has a large collection of treasures and oddities inspired by the garden and natural sciences. Founded in 1992, Paxton Gate sells unusual garden merchandise, unique plants, rare insects, taxidermy, furniture, vintage and architectural elements, jewelry, personal goods, books, and curiosities. Paxton Gate ensures that their products are ethically sourced. All taxidermy animals died of natural causes or were euthanized in humane ways as part of animal care and control programs for managing wildlife populations. Insects are collected in their native habitats by locals and provide funds to conservation organizations and local economies. Paxton Gate is thrilled to have found a curious community that loves to learn, share, and grow with the business. The core featured tradition the business must maintain to remain on the legacy business registry is Curio Shop. Item 2G is Size Vietnamese Restaurant. The business is a Vietnamese sit-down restaurant first opened in 1982. Currently located at the base of the Transamerica Pyramid, Size Vietnamese Restaurant serves genuine Vietnamese food and maintains many of the same recipes that have been used at the restaurant for the past four decades. 
The business is popular with locals, business people, workers, and tourists of all ages. Sai's Vietnamese restaurant recently lost its lease, but will remain in its current location until it can find a new location. The core feature tradition the business must maintain is restaurant featuring Vietnamese cuisine. Item 2H is San Francisco Carts and Concessions, Inc. The business operates food carts throughout the city and their slogan is fine pedestrian dining since 1974. The original owner, Stanley Roth, is still the current owner 48 years later. San Francisco Carts and Concessions started selling their pretzels as baked sculptures when food peddler permits weren't yet available. San Francisco declared their pretzels to officially be works of art and a year later they obtained the city's first, very first food peddler permit. Their foods are made from the highest quality ingredients available. Their hot dogs are 100% organic grass-fed beef, their coffee is fair trade and locally roasted, and their pretzels are still fresh baked daily and still works of art, gastronomically speaking. The core feature of tradition the business must maintain is restaurant featuring street food. Item 2i is Small Fry's Children's Store. The business is a children's clothing, toy, and gift store opened in 1984 in Noe Valley. Small Fry's carries a variety of quality clothing for babies and children, gifts, birthday presents, accessory items, books, toys, and other items. They offer products in a variety of price ranges along with gift wrapping and shipping services to make shopping for children easier and enjoyable. The store usually has the most sought after items in stock on any to be parents registry. Small Fries is committed to catering to their beloved clientele of San Francisco families as well as supporting many young people with their first jobs. The core feature tradition the business must maintain is clothing store featuring kids wear. Item 2J is Valentino Market. The business is a neighborhood grocery store located in the heart of Cow, uh, Cow Hollow that stocks a range of everyday items such as groceries, beverages, wine, toiletries, and over-the-counter medications. It was founded as Valentino Market in 1987, but a market has been located in that storefront since around 1917. Valentino Market contributes to the local fabric of the neighborhood not only as an essential neighborhood mart, but as a community gathering place. The store features photos of regular customers and drawings by neighborhood children. Certain aisles of the store are named after local children, such as Grace's Pharmacy. The business participates in the Easter Parade every year, driving a decorated Jeep with neighborhood children. Valentino Market is a true community hub. The core feature tradition the business must maintain is grocery store. All 10 businesses met the three criteria required for listing on the Legacy Business Registry and all 10 received a positive recommendation from the Historic Preservation Commission. Legacy Business Program staff recommends adding the businesses to the registry and has drafted 10 resolutions for your consideration. A motion in support of the businesses should be framed as a motion in favor of the resolutions. Thank you. This concludes our presentation. We're happy to answer any questions. There may be business representatives, there are business representatives in the room uh, who would like to speak on behalf of their applications during public comment, and there may be business representatives online as well. Thank you, Richard. That was a great synopsis. Um, commissioners, does anybody want to say anything before we hear 
public comment? Okay, we'll go, we'll go to public comment. We're gonna take who's in the room first, um, and then we'll, we'll look on who's, who's called in. Do, did anybody submit, or should we have them line up? Okay, uh, you may proceed. Line up, line, line up. Hi, good afternoon. Um, my name is Shannon Kwan. Thank you all for your time. Um, I'm the owner of Buddha Lounge, the San Francisco bar in Chinatown, and I would like to thank Aaron Peskin, the Chinatown Lily Lowe, for and the San Francisco Business Registry for considering um, my application for the Legacy Program. It's been a long, hard struggle for us in these past few years, and um, all of you are welcome to come <laughs> and see. <laughs> so um, that's all I have to say. Thank you so much. Thank you. And if you want to provide, if you want to provide public comment, you can just line up on this side near the TVs and take turns. Everybody's welcome. Thank you. Good evening, commissioners. I'm Jacob Bentliff here on behalf of Supervisor Raphael Mandelman, uh, who uh, nominated two of the businesses on your list this evening, Paxton Gate and Small Fry's Children's Store in Noe Valley. Just wanted to speak briefly to motivate those nominations a little further. Uh, Paxton Gate, currently at 824 Valencia Street, has been an oasis of eccentricity in a changing San Francisco for 30 years, uh, first on Stevenson Street and since 1999 at their current home in the Mission. Paxton Gate offers a range of curiosities, home decor, furniture, jewelry, books, and accessories <laughs> that uh, provide a truly unique and memorable experience to visitors and residents alike. Over the years, Paxton Gate has become a pillar of Valencia Street, helping to ensure its reputation as one of the most prominent independent retail corridors in the United States. Um, and also, I want to note that Paxton Gate's contributions to the neighborhood extend beyond their presence on Valencia, with co-founder Sean Quigley serving as president of the Valencia Corridor Merchants Association from 2013 to 2020. Uh, shifting gears to Noe Valley, Small Fries has been a beloved part of the Noe Valley community since it first opened in 1984 at its original location uh, down the street at 4066 24th and has been a family-run business serving Noe Valley now for over 30 years currently owned and operated by mother-daughter team Carol and Asia Yenny. Over those years, uh, Small Fries has served as an anchor of the 24th Street Commercial Corridor, even through the challenges, uh, and there were a lot of them, of the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, as important as the valuable services that, to families in Noe Valley that are provided, uh, including children's games, clothing, and accessories, uh, the continued presence of, quote, Noe Valley's favorite children's store sends an important signal to the community that families and children are welcome and valued in Noe Valley. And Small Fry's commitment to local hiring and youth employment opportunities only deepen their presence in the community. I'd like to also note that the Yenny's contribution to Noe Valley extends beyond running the store. Uh, Carol served as president of the Noe Valley Merchants Association and was a founding member of the Noe Valley Community Benefits District in 2004, and her husband Bill's books, including uh, San Francisco's Noe Valley and Noe Valley Past and Present have helped to build the neighborhood's sense of identity and history as well. So uh, once again, Supervisor Mandelman continues to feel that both Small Fries and Paxton Gate are very much deserving of the city's recognition and appreciation as a legacy business and respectfully urges um, your approval of their legacy business status this evening. Thank you very much. Thank you. Welcome. 
Um, my name is Stan Roth. I own San Francisco carts and mostly well known for the Stanley Steamers hot dog carts. Um, first, I wanted to thank the commission for this honor. Um, and I wanted to also thank Richard and Michelle who have worked tirelessly just based on the number of questions I had in my emails um, to make this happen. And I just, I wanted to just, just tell one story that when I met my wife at a pretzel cart and we, our first location was Hyden Beach and we were selling them as baked sculptures of flour and water. And we'd drop our cart off in the morning and we'd walk across the street to the Buena Vista. And virtually every morning we would have breakfast there and either have an Irish coffee or a Bloody Mary. So to be on the list with that restaurant and it all sort of comes back 48 years later, is, it's really pretty amazing. And I wanna congratulate all the other um, uh, nominees and uh, just know that my wife and I'll be visiting every one of you in the next weeks to find out more about you guys. Thanks so much, it's really an honor, thank you. Thank you. Hello, welcome. Can I put something on the overhead too? Um, I'm Devin Johnson, and um, I just want to say a few words for Ely, who owns Valentino Market. Um, there's been a uh, corner grocery store at Buchanan and Filbert for over 100 years, and there's a photo of it from the early 1900s. Um, it's been known as Valentino Market for the past 30. Um, Ely's owned it for the past 20, and I've lived across the street from him for the past 18 of those years. Um, and it's a, it's a corner grocery market that basically satisfies everyone's needs in the neighborhood for all their urgent items that they come running over for. Um, but more than that, it's really a community meeting, uh, meeting place. He's got a bench outside. Um, the, everyone's important, but the VIPs are truly the seniors from the neighborhood and then also all the children that um, come over for a treat or have their birthday party outside with a pinata. <laughs> Um, so he's been absolutely wonderful for the neighborhood. Um, there are pictures of uh, various people up inside the walls and since evidently all roads lead to the Buena Vista, um, Paul Nolan, the bartender that you already saw in one of those photos, uh, used to be our neighbor, so his photo is up on the wall as well, representing the Buena Vista. Um, in any case, I just wanted to thank all of you for your support in the process and for Rick and Michelle, um, and uh, thank you for the consideration. Thank you. Uh, anybody else would want to provide comments on their application before us? I see we have some SBDC reps in the audience. Hi, Lawrence. Thank you. Welcome. <laughs> Good afternoon, uh, commissioners and uh, ladies and gentlemen. Um, my name is Lawrence, Lawrence Liu, with, uh, a case manager with the San Francisco Small Business Development Center. I'd, um, I would like to speak on a few words on behalf of my client, Haytham, the owner of uh, Hellman Palace, Haytham Hazin. Yeah. 
Haytham is not uh, English, well, not a native speaker, and so uh, he, uh, is, he said he's not uh, comfortable coming up and speak a few words, but I do want to feel, say something for him. I've known Haytham uh, more than three and a half years ago when um, I got to know him because he's, um, his restaurant is located on Venice, and they, everybody knows that there is a construction there, so he got into a lot of difficulties. But um, this man is really hardworking, and um, during those times, uh, his restaurants, of course, everybody knows that the, all, all the business there have, um, have hard times. But he managed to work long hours. Uh, well, when there's not enough revenues from a restaurant, he worked two jobs, basically. He worked early in the morning and wait till the end of the, of the day. Day by day, day in and day out. So, and he, he, he's, he's working so hard and he wants to keep the, the restaurants, especially the legacy business, that he has taken over from his last, from his, pre, from his former boss. Uh, which he worked, he worked for this restaurant for over, I think is, yeah, I thought 20, because when I met him, he said it's 20, now 20, more than 22 years. So I think he deserved uh, of owning and keeping this legacy business ongoing uh, for San Francisco. And um, that's, um, that's how much I want to uh, say on behalf of him. Thank you. Thank you. Does anybody else want to speak? Now's your time. <laughs> Great. Hello, everybody. My name is Charles Wong. I am the owner of Size Vietnamese Restaurant. Uh, first, I want to, you know, definitely thank you, Rick, Michelle. Uh, thank you, commissioners, for you know uh, making this uh, happen. You know, uh, it's 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 a special place to be in San Francisco. I got to tell you that. And I must say, I didn't feel, to, you know, as part of the community until this process really happened. Uh, you know, uh, being a restaurant owner, we go in there, we do our work, and we don't think about stuff like this, how much we mean to the community. Uh, and recently, in the past few months, uh, it really made sense for us to continue this business, to not give up, uh, and to stay as a, you know, a century restaurant, uh, you know, have a continued generations, uh, you know, forward, right? So, but yeah, just wanted to uh, thank you everyone. Just come up here and say, uh, you know, uh, how much this means to us, you know. Uh, our family that works in the restaurant, our friends that we developed throughout the years at the restaurant, and we have employees there that's been there for 20 plus years, you know. So, we want to keep on, no, 30 plus years, actually. I said 20 plus years. <laughs> uh, but yeah, just want to uh, just state how important this is for us, and uh, it's a special place to be. Yeah, that's it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Welcome. Assalamu alaikum. Okay, my name is Hassan Hassan. I'm the owner of Hellman Palace. Uh, when I when I come to America 22 years ago, I start in Hellman Palace. He used to own by Mahmoud Karzai. He was the, the brother of the president of Afghanistan, so Hamid Karzai. So I work with him since like uh, 2000. So. Day go by day. Um, I start. I started my day, like I started working as a dishwasher in that restaurant. So uh, I started from dishwasher to kitchen helper. The, the chef was there. It was he? He was uh, he was so bossy because he's been there for 30 years. Though, so he never tried to teach me, but I was learning to cook. So I become like a kitchen helper and then a chef and then I become kitchen manager. The guy after. They went to Afghanistan. 
I become the chef of the restaurant. So we have to move uh, through the landslide on Broadway. We used to locate it on Broadway, so we moved to Venice Street. So when we moved to Venice, now the construction start, and uh, you know how construction on Venice affect our business, but I have to have a, another job to keep the restaurant open because you know, after all these years, I feel that's my home. Like, uh, I, I, like even I'm not making money at all, but I have to have another job to support the business because that's my uh, 22 years of my life I've been there, so I, I don't want to let it go. Even uh, I'm not I, I'm not Afghani, but I'm the only Afghani restaurant in San Francisco. We used to be another one on Gary Street, but they closed. They didn't make it through the construction. So now I'm the only one. So I'm the only one serving Afghani halal restaurant, like a halal food uh, in San Francisco. And uh, like uh, the only thing I want to say, like uh, having the legacy business will help me to continue having the restaurant after, after all these years. So I really need the help to have the legacy business because I'm being coming up from COVID, like you, the construction, the, finally construction finished after all these years, it started 2016, that's why I started going to small business. They're trying to help me a lot to, to keep the restaurant, give me an idea what to do, help me like uh, refer me to another, like uh, uh, like uh, like help me with the website, help me with ideas to keep the business running. So, and I, the, the, the one they offer me, why don't apply if you can qualify, so. Uh, I'm here today to see if you guys help me to keep the restaurant open. So that's only that's only hope to continue having Hellman Palace. So thank you guys. Thank you. Good afternoon, commissioners. My name is Doug May. Hey, thanks, Rick, for helping us out. Uh, I'm speaking on behalf of uh, Far East Cafe. Um, thank you for this opportunity and um, for considering Far East Cafe into the legacy business. The business has been serving the community since 1920, opening its doors as a restaurant and is continuing uh, to do so. Um, it, it's, uh, it, it's a staple for our community and it's really important that as, as diverse as we are uh, as a city, that we need to preserve not only the uh, uh, the people here, but the communities and the, the businesses that represent us. And this business has represented Chinatown for many years. It not only um, serves food, but it's also became like a stepping stone for many immigrants who come here. They've hired them, allowed them, trained them new skills. Uh, uh, hopefully they, you know, they move forward, move on and get uh, better jobs. So thank you for the opportunity. Thank you so much. Do we have anyone else sitting in the room or should we open up the call lines? Okay, looks like we'll open up the call lines. Uh, SFGov TV, do we have any public commenters on the line for item number two? Uh, no public comments at the moment. Okay. All right, well, thank you everybody for your comments today and for being here. Um, do we have any commissioners who'd like to say anything about our legacy businesses? Okay, Commissioner Ortiz Cartagena. I wanted to thank everybody here for taking the time to be part of this process. I'm a small business owner, so I know what effort this takes from being in the store or in the shop or in your business. So I salute you. Been to the Buddha Lounge many times when I used to be a valet, you know, out of North Beach. Um, historic 
you know, I learned so much that I didn't know about your business, Mr. Roth, and that was, you know, great. And Latin Jewelers, I got my first cross there when I did my communion as a kid. And, and talking about community, you know, they even helped me, even though I wasn't getting a ring done when my mom passed away, they helped me size and worked with the jeweler, had no monetary gain, but just to help in community. So everybody here, you're part of San Francisco. You make it what it is, and you make me be proud to be a San Franciscan. So thank you all. Commissioner Dickerson. I want to say I really appreciate the stories. Uh, I think they're important to hear because we can hear the heart of your business and, and what it has meant to San Francisco. San Francisco, the heart of San Francisco is small business. And you all, I just, I really celebrate you. I, I am also a small business owner here in San Francisco. And I, I was thinking my three years, I was, <laughs> I said my little three years, I, I you know, I, I've, I've had my struggles as well, but I mean, my hat goes off to all of you and I, I don't want to mispronounce your name, sir. Um, yes, you, but you were very articulate and please don't ever be bashful in, in speaking. We could hear your heart in what you were saying and I appreciate your story, um, because I understand the the process of what people go through when they don't feel like they have anything and all they know to do is work hard. And it just says a lot about the characteristics of you and everyone else in this room that has pressed through the most difficult cha challenges that we have faced as humans. I mean, I think everyone has faced challenges um, but I just want to celebrate every single one of you, and it is an honor to stand, to sit before you and hear these stories, and I will be seeing all of you very soon. <laughs> Commissioner Huey? Yeah, I just wanted to um, congratulate all of you, um, even though we have not made our motion yet, <laughs> but, you know, the stories and, and um, the things that you've done to make um, San Francisco the place that it is, is, is really incredible. Um, and yeah, note, I mean, just noting down things and like reminding myself of the things that have, um, that come up for me, I think are, um, recently I went to Buddha Lounge before dinner and I had a drink and I was like, wow, this place is packed with like all sorts of people from outside the neighborhood and, and within the neighborhood. And it was just a wonderful environment to be in to, like during this time to see people really having a joyful experience. So I really appreciate that your doors were open and it really is a welcoming place for everybody. So thank you. Um, Buena Vista is a place that I bring all my visitors from out of town and um, I can only have like maybe one and a half Irish coffees. Something about it is like, but they are so delicious. So thank you so much for continuing to serve, and um, and being a place for us to you know bring bring our friends. Um, I also wanted to note like Far East Cafe. That's a pillar in our community. It's a place that I've been to many times for many gatherings. Um, you've hosted a lot of um, community organizations, but you know, mostly like family, family or like family gatherings. Those are really important, and I'm really hoping that we can see, um, you know, that kind of come back. I mean, I I miss seeing like all 
you know, 400 of my family. So, <laughs> um, and you know, for the retailers too, you know, I had a retail business for about 10 years and retail is not an easy place to be. Um, we were just kind of talking briefly before about, um, just what retail is now, but it's such an important part of our our lives really, you know, not just to get stuff, but to like be inspired, right? And to like really be interested in, in things. Like I love that Paxton Gate is a curio shop. Like, yeah, we should be curious, you know? Like that's, I love shopping personally because <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and I think everybody knows that here. But I go not just because I wanna consume stuff, like things, you know, but I wanna like, be inspired about what's next or like inspired about the people around me. So I think walking through a retail experience, walking through a retail shop and purchasing something, quite frankly, is very important. And so I really, you know, commend you for for being here and, um, you know, continuing to do what you do. And I really I also pledged to come to all of your businesses. That was something that I really wanted to do, especially prior to um, our you know, last couple of years. So I don't know if we were allowed to go together. We, I won't gather that. We'll go on our own times. But <laughs> you know, I, I'm excited to visit your businesses once again. So thank you so much for being here and making the time to be here tonight, too, to share your stories with us. Commissioner Carter. I just want to thank you all for for even reaching this level of to sit here for for legacy status in San Francisco. I'm a city kid. I'm very pro mom and pop shops, um, so I'll always be on that side of, of the fence. Um, but yeah, like Buena Vista Cafe is like so iconic. Far East. Um, I haven't been to Buddha Lounge. I can't wait. <laughs> and and just all of you guys. Um, I just want to commend you guys, like I said, for even reaching this status. So I thank you guys, and I, I love the stories. And it's um, I'm also a, a restaurant owner, and it's so inspiring to hear that some of you guys has been in business longer longer than I've been here on this earth. <laughs> so um, just want to applaud you guys. Director, uh, I won't keep everyone too long, but again, just want to thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day from your, uh, I don't want to say jobs, I know it's much more than just a job to all of you, um, really your livelihood and all that you give back to the city. So just really want to appreciate you, congratulate you for making it through. It's 30 times seven, I think, like dog years, right? It's not just <laughs> one year at a time um, that you're experiencing. And of course, just want to thank my staff, Rick and Michelle, for all their work in trying to curate all of your wonderful stories so that we can preserve your legacy in San Francisco. So thank you, congratulations. Thank you, I, I just wanna say uh, it's an honor to chair this meeting. I, the legacy business registries are always some of our favorite parts of the Small Business Commission meetings. Um, thank you for your patience. I was coming from my family's business and it was a wind tunnel <laughs> walking from Soma, um, but you know, Getting to City Hall as a small business is a big deal too, so we really appreciate you all packing the room and um, sharing your comments with us. Um, 
yeah, congratulations on, on getting here. And I just want to give a, a shout out also to Elias. Um, I mean, got to represent the corner market. So <laughs> thank you for, um, you know, everybody and the legacy that you've, you've contributed to the city. And um, we, hope, we hope to celebrate you for many years to come. Okay, um, if there's no more comments, then uh, we will take a motion. Does anybody have a motion for this item? I make a motion to approve the, the, the resolution to, for, for all 10. And I would like to second it. Moved by, moved by Commissioner Huey, seconded by Commissioner Dickerson. I'll call the roll. Commissioner Carter. Approve. Commissioner Carter, aye. Commissioner Dickerson. Yes. Yes. Commissioner Huey. Yes. Uh, President Laguana is absent. Commissioner Ortiz-Cartagena. Yes. And Vice President Zazunas. Yes. Motion passes unanimously. Congratulations. Can I hit this thing? Does that work? <laughs> when do I hit this? Congratulations. Thank you all for being here. If you want to hang out, we're going to talk about the meeting minutes. But, <laughs> but otherwise, thank you so much for being here. Okay. Thank you. Are we giving these out right now? Okay. So are we taking a break to do pictures? Oh, you're going to go outside. Okay. Everybody follow Rick outside. <laughs> thank you. Okay, the next item, not as interesting, but, <laughs> but we will call it. <laughs> item three, approval of draft meeting minutes. This is an action item. Okay, um, commissioners, do we have any comments or questions on our meeting minutes? Thank you. <laughs> Okay, seeing none, um, do, do we uh, have any public comment on our meeting minutes? We do not. Any callers on the line? There are uh, no callers requesting to speak. Okay, seeing none, um, do we have a motion? I move. Second? I Mo second. Okay, oh, great. Sorry. Oh, sorry, who was that? I'm just narrating. <laughs> Moved move by Commissioner Ortiz Cartagena, seconded yeah. by. <laughs> seconded by Commissioner Huey. I'll read the roll. Commissioner Carter. Yes. Yes. Commissioner Dickerson. <laughs> yes. Yes. Commissioner Huey. Yes. Yes. President Laguana is absent. Commissioner Ortiz Cartagena. Yes. Yes. And Vice President Zazunas. Yes. Okay. Motion passes. Motion passes. Next item, please. Item four, general public comment. This allows members of the public to comment generally on matters that are within the Small Business Commission's jurisdiction, but not on today's calendar. Commissioners, does anybody want to, oh, well, this is general, sorry. Do we have anybody in the audience who would like to make general public comment? No members of the public here. Anybody on the line? SFGov TV? Uh, there's no public comment at the moment. I think I don't I don't see any hands raised okay. online. 
right. Seeing none, public comment is closed. Um, next item, please. Item five, director's report. This is a presentation and discussion item. All right, good evening, commissioners. Um, won't be as exciting either as item two, sorry, but uh, a couple of updates on our end. Um, we had a really great merchant walk in the mission with Commissioner Ortiz Cartagena um, on uh, April 13th so just to share information in person about the ADA grant program that we have going on. So just as a reminder, yes. from now through June 30th, people can apply for a reimbursement for um, an accessibility inspection. Uh, for their storefront or the in either the entrance or the entire space. Uh, we also did a merchant walk over in the SOMA. Our commission secretary, um, Carrie, has been on all of these, and we're going to do another one in uh, Fillmore Western Edition on Thursday, April 28th. So if anyone wants to join, please let us know. But of course, I know you're all very busy. And then in terms of uh, the rent relief program that uh, OEWD's Invest in Neighborhoods uh, division ran, uh, letting you know that the application period closed for that, it was, a, as you can imagine, a very popular program. Uh, about 601 applications were received with a request totaling $11.4 million in terms of rent relief for small businesses. Wow. But we only had about $2 million to give out. So uh, last week, um, about 160 businesses were notified that they uh, received, you know, they were both eligible as well as uh, were going to be selected uh, to receive this rent relief grant. A uh, couple of things that they have to uh, demonstrate first before uh, receiving the grant funding. But I, I want to note that 333 businesses had never received a grant from the city before it and had applied. Mm -hmm. So that really shows that we're really trying to reach uh, businesses that have never, again, received um, any sort of grant funding from uh, OEWD, so that was that was really great, and just want to acknowledge the Invest in Neighborhoods team uh, for that outreach. Um, in terms of, of small businesses uh, that were impacted by fire, so unfortunately there were some businesses, uh, a string of businesses on West Portal as well as one on 24th Street last week um, that were uh, pretty much devastated by um, a fire that had broke out. So I uh, wanted to just let you know that staff have reached out um, to offer um, relief through the city's disaster relief fund where businesses can receive up to $10,000 um, after something like a fire that they've experienced. So again, OEWD's um, Invest Neighborhoods team has reached out to them. Um, workforce staff have also reached out to offer um, support such as unemployment uh, information. And of course, our office will continue to stay engaged, especially as people need assistance with either permitting help to rebuild and so forth. So uh, very sad to hear that about those businesses. And then uh, just uh, coming up is Small Business Week next week. And so uh, we have um, the Board of Supervisors are going to be commending uh, in each district a small business uh, tomorrow at their board meeting. And that's the one of the first events for Small Business Week. And we have a reception um, at City Hall starting at 1 o'clock in room 278. So you're all welcome to come uh, if you're able to. And I think today I emailed out a list of all the small business activities happening uh, throughout the week. So if you're interested, uh, please feel free to attend. Um, but we'll, we'll be offering a couple of things like webinars on how to start a small business or how to digitize your business as well. So uh, those are all the updates on my end. Thank you. Thank you, Director. Um, do we have any commissioner questions before we go? Okay. Oh, sorry. Wait, did I skip? These are old? Okay. 
I just wanted to thank um, director and secretary. It was really, really fun to do the walkthrough and the mission. Um, and we were with other organizations. Calle 24 joined us. And they were really, really thrilled to have our office out there. And I think they made good relationships with director and both That's Carrie. Great. So um, it was really, really cool. It was really cool seeing director in action, too. Okay. In the hood, so. <laughs> I know. So I appreciate that. And, and I, I love it. I love it. So thank you both. Appreciate it very much. Wonderful. Good stuff. Anybody else? Questions for the director? <laughs> no, we don't want to cancel. <laughs> okay. Um, any members of the public have any comments on item number five, our director report? We have no members of the public here and no raised hands on the online. Okay. Um, public comment is closed. No more comments. Next item, please. Item six, commissioner comments and questions and new business. This is a discussion item. Anybody have any cool report backs? Okay. Um, I, I have a couple things, so I'll... Oh, sorry, I thought those were the old ones. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Commissioner Ortiz, <laughs> you guys tricked me. As y'all see, I'm the only male here. So <laughs> guess. Just. All right. Um, I'll check my privilege next time. <laughs> a lot of stuff, um, a lot of staff happening in the mission and citywide regarding street vendor legislation as we anticipate the permitting from DPW. A lot of city agencies have been supporting communities such as Calle 24 and establishing a program and kind of being proactive. So Calle 24 in the mission has really, really taken the initiative, has really been doing street outreach to the current vendors and giving them a path on how to legitimize their street vending. So one of the things, you know, either forming an LLC or if you're going to stay a sole proprietor, then getting them their business registration and getting them a state seller's permit, which, mm. you know, it's free, but it's not as intuitive. And then so Calle 24 has really taken the initiative to do that. So when the Department of Public Works does issue that street vendor permit, it'll be, you know, just one more thing to add and, and be ready to go. The American Indian Cultural District on the lower part of the mission has also been doing a great job, you know, duplicating the efforts that we've done, you know, on Calle 24. So, and I've also, you know, Director Tang, I've reached out for support to our office. So it's just been really cool to see, you know, city agency and community organizations work together because, you know, for the most hard hit, some people don't need street vending as a, you know, career path or they want to open a brick and mortar. They just need some extra bucks to make rent or put food on the table. So it's really exciting to see the collaboration efforts. So thank you. Right on. Commissioner Huey. Um, I just wanted to share a couple of things. Um, I, I'm sorry, I don't know how to do my microphone right now. Um, so one was that I was able to um, speak with some of the merchants in the Inner Sunset recently, just in a very small little like Zoom meeting. Um, but we, but they reached out to to talk after um, we met at one of the merchant walks, and we basically kind of just spoke about like member engagement, and they were able to kind of give me um, just direct like real questions, you know, like how like how do you engage members, like what. You know, how do you get more um, 
merchants involved in what's happening on the street? Like, what is the value of a merchant's association? Some of these basic things. And it really made me feel like, um, sorry, I'm in between two seats right now, so that's why. Um, you know, it, made, it reminded me that I think there is so much opportunity to really support our merchant corridors and our merchant neighborhoods because, you know, they're all generally um, volunteer run, like the vast majority of them are volunteer run. And they're really built off of like the extra hours that somebody might have after building their business, right? And so it's kind of like, well, well, how much is that? You know, you have this amount of time to be able to devote to then doing not only advocacy, but like marketing, like event marketing of your corridor. Um, also making sure that your members have resources in order to like, address things that might be coming up in terms of like street permitting or ADA or other kind of issues. Like the, the laundry list of things that the, the merchants associations are kind of um, tasked with, I think can be quite long. And so it just kind of reminded me that, you know, perhaps as a commission um, or as an office, we can kind of think about ways that we can really provide these resources, not just to the merchants themselves, but to the merchant associations also to be able to help um, then disseminate some of those those things. So um, I was really fortunate that you know I got to run the Clement Street Merchants Association for um, many years, and through that work, it was like you know trial and and error and <laughs> all these kind of things and figuring out what what kind of works like at least in that neighborhood and how that could perhaps like translate into other other avenues so um, so yeah I'm excited to kind of see how an educational piece for that particular uh, you know group could could be beneficial um, and they're also doing many good things in, in their neighborhood the other thing that I wanted to speak about was um, I wanted to invite you all to uh, art walk program that we're starting. Um, it's called Art Walk SF. And the website is artwalksf.com. We're launching the program um, on Balboa in Balboa Village on May 7th. So it's coming up. And basically it's like an art walk program where um, several of us got together and really wanted to just um, revitalize kind of neighborhoods through art and kind of like the connection of like art and commerce, art and business. And so we're, it's all kind of being created at the same time of us like kind of launching this. So it's really kind of exciting because it can shift depending on where the neighborhoods, you know, what the neighborhoods want. It's going to be the first Saturday of every month and it rotates to a different uh, neighborhood corridor um, each month. So next month will be the Castro, I believe, and then after that will be Divisadero. And then I think we have a few other neighborhoods lined up as well. And our hope is that businesses will, if they already have connections with artists, they'll, they'll reach out to their artists and, and give space for them to show. If not, we can help, you know, find people and help pair them with, with people who would be a, um, a great fit for them. We'll also have ven um, vendors in the front so sidewalk space. Some place, some streets will have street closures. Others that maybe do not have capacity yet for a street closure um, may do something a little bit different. So it's really kind of um, tailored towards the Merchants Association and helping them build capacity. So our goal is not 
you know, to build a event production business or anything like that. It's really to help the merchants associations build capacity from where they are to be able to build, you know, further events. So like teaching them how to um, get a street permit, how to, you know, line up a run of show for a day, how to pair up with artists and, and have all those templates created so that it's an easy event and then they can figure out where they can like kind of do this again for themselves. So that's, um, that's starting May 7th at the end of a uh, small business week. And, um, you know, I, I really appreciate all the people that we have uh, working on it. So um, the last piece was, just wanted to thank everybody for talking about the survey also um, last meeting when I wasn't here. So I really appreciate that. And that's still being in the works. And I'm really excited that the, I think one of the keystone pieces for this time will be those one-on-one uh, -on -one kind of uh, interviews and um, getting some more of that type of information from, from businesses. So um, stay tuned. I will, I will provide more later. But um, I also, yeah, I mean, after this, you can ask questions, I guess. <laughs> so, thank you. Commissioner Carter. Just wanted to put it on you guys' radar. SF Black Wall Street, um, we have a new cohort of black entrepreneur um, males that'll be starting May 5th. Um, and I would love to work with um, Director Tang with the small Office of Small Business to see what um, services and support we can offer them and you know just see what, what we can do so i just want to put that on you guys radar that will be may 5th is their orientation a, a lot of them are already in business some of them are um, street vendors and things like that so we're looking to legitimize their business and help them grow their business and um, add to the fabric of san francisco <laughs> anybody else Um, I had two different items I wanted to bring up possibly for new business or investigation into um, <clears throat> if it's something we want to learn more about as a commission. The first one is I got um, wind of some of the Polk uh, Corridor merchants concerned about a, a change of use a planning, um, something that's on the consent calendar for the planning department related to a bar adding a off sale, so like essentially becoming also a liquor store. Um, I'm curious, just as planning changes are not an intuitive thing for small businesses, um, and regulatory licenses when they meet planning codes are a whole confusing uh, situation, but um, for me, like, this seems like something that um, if that's a possibility, that needs to be kind of a larger stakeholder conversation since um, we've, we've kind of seen retail and on-premise be pinned against each other throughout the pandemic with different, you know, disparate regulations. Um, so m my curiosity is if there's changing changes of uh, use that planning um, is this a new thing is this um, something that we need to bring like stakeholders to the table to talk about um, 
and um, just make sure we're creating an equitable atmosphere for all types of businesses. Um, so that was one question that I had. And secondarily, I know I brought this up a bunch because it is nonstop, but um, EBT is, is uh, something that I, I want to really understand how the city can better support our EBT licensed businesses. Um, there's changes happening to that program that we should be like sharing, you know, like ITIN numbers in addition to social security numbers can now be used to apply um, if you're a small business. Um, but it's, uh, you know, not clear if it's what type, you know, different types of EBT licenses, different types of businesses can acquire. Um, and I've been talking with La Cocina since they just undertook that process of um, getting the food hall secured and it wasn't an easy process. There's still a lot of advocacy that needs to be done. Um, but yeah, yeah. So I, I think what, it, particularly where I think we can interrogate as a commission is where HSA, like our city agency plays with this um, because it is a federal program, but the CalFresh SNAP is the state edition and it is um, version and it is administered partly through the city. So we need to better like connect um, some of the administrative part of that to the actual merchant support part of that. Um, and yeah, I would love to brainstorm with the commission on how we can better advocate for those resources. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a um, a huge impact for the community, to, and especially in the Tenderloin, to be mm -hmm. able to use the EBT to purchase meals and different things. Um, and just, I think it makes them f feel good also that they can purchase um, a hot meal <laughs> um, and sit down and eat. And like, they're like, oh, like we, you take EBT? Like, you know, so I, I, I see it firsthand, mm -hmm. the impact uh, of accepting it. And it's also good for small business owners too. Yeah, great. Okay, we'll brainstorm. <laughs> Very cool, yeah. I mean, I think just in general, like, um, you know, lot, like you guys are getting trained, La Cocina businesses are having to get trained on compliance, you know, how to make sure you're administering the program cor correctly and, um, you know, how to prepare for a compliance check from the agency, those sort of things. Those are, I think, where we can explore, like, where that technical assistance um, can be expanded on with our with our city resources. And also, I have a quick question about ADA director, if, if possible. Um, where where we have a lot of businesses that are now in the, they've been full, formally served, and so um, it's kind of my understanding that it's post uh, CASP inspection point at, at that point in time, um, how do how do we, in, you know, what are the next steps for a business once they've been actually served, and is it still beneficial for them to have an inspection and go through this, uh, the, you know, the resources available to the city, um, or what, what do you recommend? Yeah. 
Yeah, great questions because we, I mean, this is cyclical, but we certainly have been seeing a lot of um, lawsuits uh, served on businesses lately. So it is still recommended if a business has not gotten an accessibility inspection, you should still get one because that'll help you understand truly what your business needs. So regardless whether you've been sued or not, you need to understand uh, what your obligations are uh, from that standpoint. And again, as a reminder under ADA um, regulations that both the property owner and the small business owner, you're both liable. So it's not just um, on the onus of the property owner to take care of it. It really is the, the person behind the place of public accommodation, right? Um, which is the small business owner in this case. So still recommend it. Um, in terms of uh, if you have been served with a lawsuit, the Bar Association of San Francisco's Lawyer Referral um, Services Center, they do have um, a hotline that you can call for screening um, where they will help do some intake, understand your situation, where you're at, what you need, and either refer you to um, pro bono counsel if you meet those requirements and that's what you need, or um, they can also refer to other um, partner legal agencies, or other um, law firms. But unfortunately, our Office of Small Business cannot make referrals in that way, so we do rely on the Bar Association to help us with that. And they're also trying to, to um, strengthen their, or update trainings uh, with attorneys that they work with and so forth so that they understand what's the latest. So hopefully that helps. But um, again, we, we're not encouraging people to just settle and not do anything else because then you can get hit with a lawsuit right back over and over again. And as a reminder, you know, it's good for, for businesses to uh, be able to accommodate people with um, disabilities of, of, you know, of various kinds. Um, it's, it's good for business to be able to welcome everyone. So um, just also want to remind people of that, even though I know it's been um, sort of fearful to anticipate these lawsuits. Yeah. Thank you. That was really helpful. Hope the audience thought so as well. Okay. Uh, if we don't have any more comments on this item, um, or we need to take public comment, does anybody in the audience have anything to say about commissioner comments? Okay, anybody on the line? No comments. Okay, public comment is closed. Next item. Item seven, adjournment, TV. Please show the Office of Small Business slide. Okay. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> we will end with a reminder that the Small Business Commission official public forum is the official public forum uh, to voice your opinions and concerns about policies that affect the economic vitality of small businesses in San Francisco, and that the Office of Small Business is the best place to get answers about doing business in San Francisco during the local emergency. And if you need assistance with small business matters, please continue to reach out to our very willing and able staff. <laughs> Thank you, and meeting adjourned. Oh, oh that was on. weak. Oh. <laughs> oh, we Thank you. <laughs> I was left-handed. <laughs>